Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands podcast, hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. Well, the best talent they have right now is Joel Embiid. There's been some reporting over the last week, or at least maybe like speculative reporting, in terms of what's going to happen with Joel. Will he ask out? Teams are monitoring the future with him. You hear Miami. You hear the Knicks. Apparently, some of the Knicks front office was at his wedding. His former agent now works for the Knicks. So um, my question for you is, I guess it would be twofold. One, like, what is your current perception of Joel? Right now in Philly, he's a very polarizing figure. People realize he's great, but also never been out the second round, some injury issues in the playoffs. I think there's a level of built-up frustration with him. So that would be my first question. The other part would be, do you think there's a legitimate shot either this offseason or next offseason, he will ask for a trade or be traded. Yeah, that second one is just impossible to answer, yeah. honestly. I mean, it, it's, you know, you, you never know. Um, I've, I've been saying recently that discussing the possibility of a Joel Embiid trade is both way too soon, but also completely appropriate, right? Yeah. It's way too soon because he hasn't actually asked out nor given any indications that he intends to ask out anytime soon. And from everything that, that I've gathered in recent weeks um sounds like he's okay like i know there was the offhand comment on uh, i can't remember which show it was recently about the you know win yeah, a it was on a stage giving a speech it was an interview yeah. i believe yeah yeah if i win a championship uh, in philly or, or wherever blah blah uh, all players kind of think that way these days right no <laughs> one's married to a team anymore for the duration of their career so that he might be thinking out loud like again i understood why people interpreted that one or or you know red flags went up especially given the circumstances right now. Yeah. But I don't, t- I don't, I don't take a lot out of that myself. Um, so it's way too soon, but it's also not too soon, right? Because there's been enough tumult there the last couple of seasons, the last few years and enough disappointing finishes that it's not unreasonable to think that he might get there, but he's not there right now. Um, are the Knicks, you know, you know, keeping one eye, two eyes, all of their eyes on the situation. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Are yes. they heat? I'm sure they are. Half the teams in the league, I'm sure are. That's the way the league operates. Before Giannis signed his extension, the December or whatever it was before they won the championship, when he did not yet have a yeah. championship or a finals appearance, at that time, before the extension, every everybody was circling like vultures, waiting to see if Giannis might ask out. That's just the way the league works. The GMs are all vultures. Everybody's, you know, everybody who doesn't have a superstar or two is looking to poach a guy. That's, that's just the reality of the NBA. And so, yeah, everybody is waiting to see if this goes south far. Like, they're all rooting for it. Why wouldn't they be? Yeah. They all want to get their hands on Joel Embiid. So to answer the first part of your question, Joel Embiid is an incredible player. Uh, I, I, I always, like, I never tell fans how to feel. But, and I understand when uh, you've got a great player and things fall short, right? I started my career covering, uh, you know, the NBA in 1997 as a beat writer covering the Lakers. Shaq and Kobe were going into their second season together. And, you know, yeah, I, I watched them rattle off three championships in a row. But the couple of seasons that they didn't win and didn't get to the finals before that, there was all kinds of discontent and concerns and questions. And are these guys compatible? And is, is Shaq really a winner? Is Kobe ever going to figure it out and mature? And they win three in a row and then all that goes away. And then they lose the next year. And all of a sudden it's, Oh my God, you know, like there's always some sense of panic discontent um, when you've got great talent that doesn't break through and you, and you, and uh, until the exact moment that they break through. And again, like the, the same thing, like I don't think 
Bucks fans were thinking that about Giannis necessarily. Maybe they were. But there were questions about whether Giannis could lead that team anywhere until they finally did. I think this mm-hmm. is just the way it goes. Um, Joel Embiid is, is the reigning MVP, two-time runner-up before that, will enter next season as among the favorites to win it again. Like, I, I have no questions and no concerns about Joel Embiid. I, I, I think sometimes it's just a bad break here or there in this league. Sometimes it's, you know, you come up with a bad game at the wrong moment. Um, you know, it's they're they're going to be tied to him as long as he wants to be there. Well, it's funny you say that because I agree you never want to tell fans how to feel, but I can tell you in Philly they do feel a level of frustration right now. But ultimately I fall in the same place you do. Joel is a top five player in the NBA, arguably top three. Last year he was top one in terms of winning the MVP. And you just don't find guys like that. Like people talk very often about the process. Did it work? Did it not work? The entire point of the process was to get a player like Joel Embiid. They do they do not grow on trees.